Mate, we covered three states today. Yeah, we did. And the thing that I took out of it is that the the Brisbane Carnival is really starting to heat up. Yeah. That's all, that's all I really care about, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And in probably the feature race of the day, um, full credit to the sponsors of that race as well. Um, but I think I've found one of the great get-out-of-the-casino bets of all time, and you'll actually be able to see that on my Ned's profile this weekend as well. Yes, uh, the Ned's profile is great, mate. Um you know, if you want to follow us in, if you followed uh, us in last week, you would have found a couple that's for sure. Maybe you find some more this week at some value, but uh, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But still, you can do everything else with the Neds app. You can get weird and exotic as well with the Neds same race multi. And, you know, there's no one else I'd rather bet with heading into the Brisbane Winter Carnival. Well, they also have a black book feature there, so you can black book ones for these prep runs into their grand finals. They have the futures markets there. You can do all that good stuff mm-hmm. with the good people at Neds. Mm-hmm. Damn right. But what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Alrighty, Jonesy, I don't know about you, mate, but I've been waiting a while for this. Mate, so have I. Actually, what exactly are we waiting for? <laughs> because we have one of the lads on the show. Of course. I'm so excited. We have this man, for all of you punters out there, this man should be sponsored by Golden Circle because he's the king of juice. Maka, how you going, mate? Mate, really good. Tropical's the favourite, but um, <laughs> mate, it's a pleasure to be here. I really enjoy this time. <laughs> Punters, this is an absolute gift for all of you because this man is the king of juice. Mate, he, he knows how to find some juice. <laughs> Golden circle, I love it. He Yeah, he loves it. He loves it out there. All right, enough of that. So actually, before we jump in, we have a Jonesy and a Macca. That's This is the most Australian punk club in Australia. Yeah, all we need is a like a Robbo or something like that. Yeah, yeah, we... Davo. Big Davo. Davo, yeah, Davo would be good. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have a few good goodies. Anyway, all right, let's get stuck in, boys, as we usually do. Horses that quarter our eye. Jonesy, take us away. Mate, um, ran in race three in Caulfield on the weekend, Saracen Knight. Ooh. <laughs> I like the sound of that from Mac. Um, absolutely stormed home in the last 200 metres after being held up uh, on the straight. Uh, it's actually sighed by Camelot. Yes, I remember um, you saying, telling Russian. me that on the weekend. Um, to be honest, I didn't really have that much of a big look at Caulfield on the weekend. Um, so, yeah, I, I didn't have too much of a look at that particular race, but chucked a little each way on just before it ran and didn't even get to watch it. And uh, one of our mates, Milne, let me know that it, that it won, and I was like, oh, Gee, that, that's that- all right. <laughs> That could also almost be a fine for this podcast because it wasn't declared on the podcast. No, so. it, it wasn't. <laughs> so, yeah, I take I take full responsibility for that. I would hope so. All right, Macca. Mate, I had the first one, Saracen Knight as well. Bang. Mate, it was a ripper. Yeah. I don't know how it won. I had to watch the replay to kind of find out <laughs> how exactly it won. So, mate, Ca- hell, of a, hell of a run. Came from a very long way back, didn't it? From the clouds. Yes, didn't it? All right, who else, mate? 
Uh, Love Tap. Uh, it ran in race four in Rose Hill. It never looked in trouble at all. Spanked him. Absolutely spanked him. Um, I think it will feature in some some black type races in the future. A nice grey colour as well. So, you love yeah, Love Tap for me. You love a grey. I don't love you? a grey. Mm. Mm. All right. Jones, uh, Mac Raven. <laughs> Yeah, I had a uh, Rock My Wand race seven in Melbourne. Came up against uh, Instant Celebrity. Oh, yep. Yeah. So at the bend, I thought this thing was gone. Mm. Like, absolutely cooked. <laughs> um, and it was the first time it's really had a good go on the on a nice deck. And, okay. And it stormed home for third. Yeah. So I was really impressed with it, and it still had some ground to make up. So <sighs> definitely one to watch for the future. I think. All right. All right. All right. I like it. Mate, bringing something to the table earlier, which I liked it. Yeah, mate, there's already some juice. Mate, I can feel it in because, me waters. Because instant celebrity, mate, it's like a three dollar favorite for the thousand guineas. He's taken it on already. <laughs> I love hates it. it. Absolutely hates it. I love it. Anyone else, mate? Mate, um, positive piece for me. Um, it was in race eight in Rose Hill. Um, ran fourth, held up at about the two hundred meter mark, but the last hundred meters was very impressive. Um, Last prep, won like four or five in a row or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you love so that thing, don't you? I do. I didn't pack it on the weekend, though. <laughs> Standard. Uh, I think that was... Was that the race that subponed? Subpoenaed. Subpoenaed? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think yeah. so. So, there you go. Um, that, that's another one for me. Shout out to the two mugs punting. Give them a follow. Yeah, those boys really get around oh, it, don't they? They, they love, love it. They love <laughs> subpoenaed, but <laughs> it's a non-winner, even though it... Def- <laughs> yeah. Defied it, defied, defied the odds. All odds. How yeah. good. Uh, I had Nudge as my last one in Sydney. Um, I thought it was a super run, third last on the fence with 400 to go, and um, came home for a respectable sixth, you know, but it didn't get the nice run. Scarlet Dream was in that race as well, came down the outside, had the better of the two, and got in for fourth. So both, both one to follow, I think. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, great shout at Scarlet Dream, actually. Yeah, yeah. No, she, um, but. As her profile usually suggests, her best runs are fresh and uh, she hasn't won for about, oh, I don't know, two years or so. <laughs> no thanks. Um, cool. Any others, boys? Uh, honorable mention for me to She's Ideal. Um, so, I picked it on the weekend in um, in Sydney. Uh, middle of the pack finish, but sectionals, closing sectionals were really strong. So, um, definitely forgive next run and, and see where it's racing, I reckon. Beautiful. Alrighty, I think that will do us there. All right, boys, Polo recipients, Jonesy, kick us off with your with your top. No, your bottom. T- How do we do it? We top usually tier. start with the top, but if top. you want to <laughs> change it up, <laughs> sorry, I just had a brain bleed just then. Um, yeah, your top tier, uh, mate. Off. I'm going to go with Tommy Berry. Um, he had two cracking rides on the weekend. Great um, shout. As aforementioned, uh, subpoenaed. Uh, it was a terrific, terrific run. Mm. Um, and Ollie Kirk as well in the Golden Rose. I thought he um, he ran it super. So, uh, Tommy Berry for mine. Um, not going to give him the the fabled navy, but mate, he he just lifts him this time of year, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Uh, he's in great form. So good to see. Yeah, his first Group One win was on in the Golden Rose, actually. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. like six or seven years ago, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. So it go, Tommy Berry. <laughs> Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Macca? Uh, top tier for me was Pippi. Friday night. Ooh, you, yeah. I enjoyed it. it. It was one of those races where I saw it and it panned out exactly how I saw it. <laughs> you know? it's, a, it's a rarity. It is happens. a rarity. Um, it is. But how good. Jump from four, got the lead and 
I thought as soon as he got the lead, it was game over. To be honest, Trekking yeah. gave it a good, good, good nudge, and yeah. I thought that was something to watch. Trekking that was huge. Yeah, well, every was huge. Ever spot now, yeah. so um, that should tell the story. Uh, but yeah, mate, she she absolutely flies fresh, doesn't she? Oh yeah, yeah. Alrighty, boys, middle tier. Um, for me, this is a real Back to the Future type polo. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to Wayne Bennett, <laughs> who's just been, he's just been named to take over as Origin coach. Um, oh, has he? No, I didn't even see <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, he has. Oh, I don't think I don't know if it's been formally announced, but there's yeah, really there's huge speculation, and I think it's been all but confirmed. But um, <laughs> shout out Wayne um, taking over the the mighty Queensland Maroons uh, for Origin. So yeah, it's a real Back to the Future type polo, which. I, I couldn't give it a top or a bottom, so I'm just going to give it like a middle. Yeah, I don't even know what colour that would be, but <laughs> it's good, mate. Though. It's not bad. He had a good week, didn't he? Souths beating the Roosters by 52. <laughs> Wasn't yeah, that a towel up? Yeah, a real strong week. Shout out, Brad. Uh, Roosters supporter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, wow. Mac? Uh, sticking with the horses, I had Wild Ruler first up. Thank you. Yep. I thought it was super. Yeah. And first up, I'm looking forward to see where it goes mm. next. Um, I was going to ask you, is it going to the Coolmore? Um, do you know what's target? Uh, I'm not 100% sure, actually, but I think the Coolmore looks pretty like a nice race for him. Yeah, because um, I was kind of looking at futures for it and $13 at the moment is not a bad price. Yeah, there wasn't a hell of a lot for him no. in the futures markets, but I think, yeah, the Coolmore would be his ultimate target, but he'd have to go up against... Hey, he's going to get some good comp. ...an Anders yeah. or something like that, so... Uh, but I was impressed with it. I was up run, very good. Yeah, he's been up against Libertini, um, Nature Strip in the trials. He's been holding his own there, so that form's been franked. Will Libertini feature later on the program? Ooh, stay tuned. <laughs> Alrighty, boys, who's looking awful? Who's who's in a bottom? T- who's who's <laughs> looking like a pile of shit? <laughs> dip, dip, dog shit. <laughs> Uh, I've actually I've actually seen Maccas, which is hilarious because I agree with it wholeheartedly. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give the bottom tier polo to Broken Legs because they're yeah. shocking, aren't they? Um, uh, it was really sad to see Rothfire uh, pull up injured in the Golden Rose on the weekend um, for good reason too. He's I don't know what bone I can't remember, but he's he's fractured his leg. Um, he's had surgery, which has been successful. Thank God. Um, Look, it could be quite some time until we see him back on the track. And look, he might not be what he was, but um, at least he's okay. Yeah, he um, he looks that was shocking. Luck, shocking. You saw it. You saw it in the run. About two hundred from home, he shifted out. He never does that. He hasn't done that in any of the starts I've seen. So, yeah, fingers crossed for him. Uh, yeah, doubt we'll see the best of him. Mm, it's a real shame. He's a good animal, though. So he's done well so far. Yeah. Uh, bottom tier for me. Mask Crusader, <laughs> mate. Oh my god, this thing is a genuine flop. It's a real flaccid type, <laughs> cat. Absolute oh, cat. Dollar fifty five. It jumped out and it ran like that. No, trust me, mate. I know. Yeah. <laughs> One of yours too. Oh, far out. I made it best best of the day at, um, in Sydney last week. Oh, went like a busted. Yeah. Well, I wrote down genuine two toned polo with the biggest horse you can get. <laughs> That is what it's receiving, and it's a never again for me, that's for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Look, that's three starts, sub $2 um, that he's had, and he's been all the favourite the favorite each time, obviously, and um, lost all three of them. Yeah, but look, there's a few horses that have been average 
right? And then they come back and then they're at a price and there's one this weekend that I'm sure we're going to talk about. But it, they're just so hard to avoid. If they he, are. If he gets out to 5 $6, I just can't see myself not having a yeah. bet on him. But, yeah, he is a, he's got some uh, definite, definite cat behavior. Righty. Nice work, boys. I think you've covered, you've more or less covered everything there. So let's get stuck into the preview of the Ramwick card with the first race of the card, 1600 meter benchmark 88 handicap. What are your thoughts, Jonesy? Um, look, I there's, there's two clear favourites in this, um, but I'm going to go with uh, number five, Opacity. Um, should be rock hard for this, I think. Um, it was great, had a great 200 metres. Or last 200 metres of its last start, um, you know, obviously ran second to the number two discharged. Uh, but I really liked what I saw from Opacity and uh, I think this this really suits third up. So, uh, I'm going to have it on top. Um, and, yeah, the obvious danger being number two discharged. Mate, three kilo swing on it too. And it only went down by how much? One to, one and a half length. So, yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, I've got it on top as well. Fair, yeah. fair. Yeah, so I've got uh, Betcha Flying down the bottom. Yeah, of course you went outside. I really have a soft spot for it. I think I've backed it every every start in its last prep. Um, The only reason, I I did like Discharge. I really did. But Betcha Flying, two starts ago, came up against Discharge. Uh, And Betcha was a kilo and a half lighter. And this weekend goes out with uh, six and a half kilos lighter. And it only lost by a length. That's that's what you love so, to hear. And at juicy prices of nine dollars, I'm willing to play at that. Of course you, you love are. to see it. Oh my goodness, this is exactly what we wanted. All right. <laughs> Righty. So how are you boys at um at maiden races and especially for the two rolls going off trials because that's what we got on offer for the next two. Yeah. Well, we had a chat about this uh, during the week and for these type races, obviously, you follow the market. So, if there's some late money for something, that's generally a pretty decent indicator. Apart from that, especially when you're doing the form as I was doing on a Wednesday <laughs> on a Wednesday night, um, just go to the trainer-jockey combo, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Um, so, uh, in, with that uh, in mind, uh, I'm going to go with the number four, Enthar. Mm. Um, so, I think that's J-Mac and... Um, Kiramar, the, yeah, Dave Eustace. Mar and Eustace stable. Uh, they've got a 30% strike rate as a trainer-jockey combo. Jeez. That's not bad. Uh, plus, Enthar won its trial by five lengths, so... Um, Useful. Yeah. Look, it's paying sub two bucks at the moment, so won't be giving it a whack, but um, I, I think it'll win. Yeah. Yeah, mate, took the words out of my mouth. I had that on top too. It's it's probably not going to be a race and I'm going to have a good player. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, same thing. 4.8 lengths, J-Mac on board. You know, I think yeah. they really want this to kick off with a win. Yeah. Uh, you know what else is a nice recipe? Trainer-jockey uh, combination is Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Bott and Timmy Clark. Timmy Clark. The bottom weight, number 13, Vaccine. Um, I remember Darren Flindell had one of the great calls in this trial and he said something like, this is the only vaccine that we'll actually get through or something. <laughs> so, the only vaccine we'll witness in 2020. Yeah. So, one it's trial nicely by half a length. Um, why not? It's 12 bucks. Might have a small play at that price, but, you know, anything could win this. Um, yeah. Well, lo- like we said, if the money comes in for it. Yeah. 
Who knows, mate? Who knows? All right. Not me. <laughs> so that was the Phillies. On to the Colts and Geldings. What are your thoughts? Yeah, look, same thought process. Um, happy to go J-Mac again on the uh, Waller thing, the the number 12 Shakiro. Shakiro. Um, had a great trial for the Waller's table uh, up here uh, on the Gold Coast. So, um, yeah, I think he's paying something decent at the moment around the sort of um, $8 mark maybe. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, so happy yep. to have it on top. At that price. Beautiful. Yeah, so I had, kind of had the same thoughts as the last start. Uh, favorite in the race won its trial by five lengths. Um, I can't remember what it's called though because I didn't pick it. Um, the only thing I didn't pick it for was because Huey Bowman's on board. Oh, and I really don't like him. <laughs> Kalashnikov. Yeah, whatever yeah. that is. Yeah, that, one got- by five. You know, great yeah. trial, but Bowman's turned me off. Yeah. He really has. Come <laughs> off him. So, what I have done, I've gone construct. Snowden runner, there's three of them. Um, gone for this one. Came a nice second in its trial. Uh, Tommy Barron's on board, uh, $6 price tag, and pretty keen about it. It yeah. looks like a good horse. Bang. Mate, can't talk you out of that. I've gone the Hugh Bowman um, ridden. Of course Kalish, you have. Kalish, like Kalishnikov. <laughs> uh, just based off. I'm pretty what? sure I've drank a vodka called that before. <laughs> <laughs> like real $20 type in Dan Murphy's. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Dan's. <laughs> An Uncle Dan special. Um, but listen to the Snowdens on radio either today or yesterday, whenever it was, and they gave a massive push for this thing. So Yeah, right. Okay. Um, yeah. Look, 260, probably not that keen to play, but it's on my top, my on top selection. Beautiful. All righty. Now we're getting into some of the some of the juice in the program, some of the meat of the oh. sandwich. Alrighty, race four, the Hill Stakes over 2,000 metres, group two, wait for age. Kick us off, Jonesy. It's a pretty tough race. Um, obviously, very elegant and, and Finch have been scratched from it as they're racing down in Melbourne in the um, Turnbull, which we'll talk about later, punters. Um, thought it was really interesting to see uh, Chris Waller um, take holding out of the Epsom, which is later on in the card, and put it into this race. Uh the query for mine, obviously, for him is going from the 1600 uh, up to the 2000 meters. But um, oh, I have a massive soft spot for Colding, and he's in red hot form. So I'm happy to have him on top. Uh, I think it's between him and um, Fierce Impact. Um, Fierce Impact is one of the distance before, unlike Colding. So. Um, yeah, that was a while ago, though. Yeah. So, oh, look, I'm, I've got Colding on top. Will I be playing big in this race? Nah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like you, mate. I, I've got the winner coming in the top three in the market, you know, Fierce Impact, Colding, or Abilius. And I've got Abilius on top. Um, I don't think Colding sees out at 2,000. That's me personally. Um, Fierce Impact, obviously, great winner, Makaiba Diva. Could easily do it again. But I don't know. There's something about Abilius, I think. Third up, I think he's going to be fit. Um, I don't know. Bowman's on board, so I'm worried. <laughs> But my only concern is I hope he doesn't get trapped, but it's not a massive field, so I think he'd be all right to come down the outside. So that's where I'm going. Yeah. Well, I'll round us out for the top three, boys. I've got my one of my favourites, Fierce Impact, on top. Um, one thing that uh, the trainer, Matty Smith, um, says is um, last prep they kept him at, at the distance and um, they've stu- stood him up from 1,600 to... Uh, 2000 here and he said um, when they keep him at the distance he can just be a bit flat so yeah I think um, step up to 2000 this is basically a trial for the Cox plate I reckon um, because 
um, if they want to go that way, they will definitely get a run. So, um, yeah, I reckon he's the horse to beat. He always draws well, this horse. Yeah, he does. One of those horses. It yeah. was like Redzo in his prime. He, he, he never drew a bad barrier. It was, yeah. it was insane. So, yeah, I reckon, yeah, between those three, but happy for us to go outside of each other. All righty. Ooh, all right, we're going to skip the flight stakes. Bear with us, punters. We're going to skip whatever that one is. Or is... Sorry, what's the first leg of the quarter? Group two. Group two. Beautiful. The Premier Stakes. The Premier Stakes. Oh, yes. Some genuine genuine pace in this. There is a bit of pace in this. All righty. Jonesy, kick us yeah, off. Yeah, well, look. Got, got two Everest-bound horses uh, in this race. Um, Nature's Trip and, and Classique. Legend. Um, oh. NS Little let a fair few punters down last start. Um, obviously, he, he wasn't disappointing. He just let, let a few punters down because everyone thought he'd be rock hard and ready to go based on his, his trials. Uh, and then since that race, he's had a bit of barrier trouble um, in trials. But you know what? I'm happy to forgive. Happy to forgive that and just forget about that. I think NS is too good of a horse. Um if he gets out in front, like I expect he will from that barrier, um, I don't think he'll be too troubled. Um, Classique's the, the obvious danger, but um, yeah, happy to have NS on top. Will I be playing at that price? No, thank you. J-Mac? Yeah, mate, completely agree. I had Classique on legend, uh, Classique legend on top, only because of the price that it was. I can't I can't play it, nature, at that price. Um, but in saying that, I'm not going to play big on this one. I think it's definitely out of those two and, you know, regardless, going to be pretty sure for the quaddy. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. I think you take three in this quaddy, the one, the two, and the eight, um, libertining uh, as well, just because she's been trialing really nicely and trials do not tell the whole story. She trials up a bomb each time. She hasn't won for an age, but she's the one um, that can win at a bit of a price. Yeah, and I um I was actually talking to Brad about Libertinis today because um, we're trying to sort of speculate who'd fill up the last two slots for the Everest. Um, and I suggested Libertini wouldn't be a bad shout. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, last two slots. No, I forgot what I was going to say. That's all right. Um, I have Classic Legend on top here and I'm I'm actually against NS. I think he he is... Up to his old tricks. He's a naughty boy. He's, but he hasn't been a naughty boy for about <laughs> 18 months. True. And um, I, I can forgive him running fourth, first up, running second, first up, whatever, when he puts in. He, I can't remember him doing that in trials. So, I don't, I don't know. Is something, something going to miss with him? I don't know. So, yeah, cannot jump in at the dollar eighty. Um much rather the 320 for Classique. Uh, and, um, yeah, I think he can get the chalkies for me. I'm actually keen to have a go at him. So The only thing about Nature Strip this time I'm worried about, he did it last prep. He, he bombed it first up and then came out and just <laughs> yeah. took the other uh, horses to the field last yeah. start. So. If, Is that the TJ? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he had one more. Yeah. Um, the TJ was third up. So, right, he okay. peaks, his peak run is third up. He did it in the TJ and in the Dali down the straight last year. So, he's not he's not there yet. <laughs> he's not. So, yeah. that may, by that logic, he'll be rock hard for the Everest. Mate, I hope he gets rolled here so you get a better price for the Everest. Yup. So, that, I'm, th- I'm thinking about the future, boys. I'm thinking. <laughs> Alrighty. So, let's skip 
the Epsom and the Metropolitan, yawn. And, um, <laughs> oh, isn't it just? And the, let's get into the get-out stakes, boys. A benchmark 88 handicap, 1,200 metres for three-year-olds and up. What are your thoughts? Oh, yeah, look... Two Godolphin favourites in this. You got number four Hilo and, and number six Afiri. Um, both had terrific runs last start. Uh, obviously, Afiri wins the first time I don't back it for ages. <laughs> standard. Um, I'm going to take him on though, and I'm going to take him on with uh, the number eight Burning Crown. Um, its form actually reads really well for this, and um, its trainer Sue Grills. She's a Tamworth trainer, uh, and she's aiming for a berth in the in the Kosciuszko for it. Um, mm. So I think I think he'll be ready to rock and roll for this and um, look at the price. I think he's about nine bucks at the moment. I'm willing to find out. Um, and I think you boys are both agree with me when I say that um, both Hilo and Ethereum can have cat-like tendencies. So yes, yeah, definitely, definitely. But in saying that, I've got Hilo on top. <laughs> um, I just it, it came second to Fatou's last start, who I think's a pretty classy animal, um, and. Yeah, I just think the weight advantage is going to hit Hilo over the line. There's um, Handle the Truth in the race too. I think it's carrying 60. I don't know if there's a claim for it, I think. Uh, Tommy Sherry's on. Three kilos, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be 60 kilos and I think um, Fatou's going out with 56 and a half. Um, I think that's going to get it over the line. And yeah. I can honestly see a good old from Quinella. That's, that's me. I yeah. wouldn't mind burning crown to get in for the Cordy. But uh, mm. yeah. Yeah, nothing much more to add there. Mac, Hilo on top. Fitch's form, good form. Alrighty, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with the features. And welcome back. Thanks for listening. Hello. Alrighty. So, boys, flight stakes first up. And as I do with you, Jonesy, and Mackie, you get to witness this as well, but I bring, I bring stats to the table. Alrighty. I didn't know this. This is actually pretty interesting. But the flight stakes is the fourth leg of the Princess series. It is. It is. Um, and the overall winning filly of the series, which I believe has to be Dame Giselle because she's won each leg so far, um, will earn a free nomination to a stallion of their choice at Dali. Dali Stallions. Oh. So, yeah, lucky girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez, it's like an arranged marriage. Yeah, it really is. Um, so, the four the four legs are the Silver Shadow, which, yeah, Dame Giselle won. Furious Stakes, Dame Giselle. T-Rose, Dame, Dame Giselle. So, she's going for the quadrant of them, the quaddy even. Uh, two fillies have won it previously. So, um, she wouldn't be... I thought she'd be the first, but yeah, good honour. Uh, the winner is exempt from the Doncaster Mile. So, but just thinking back, don't know if any fillies have won the, the Doncaster race. Oh, Natoya won it. She was a mare. Anyway. Um, interstate lead-up runs have had minimal success. The last winner was 1986. Right, okay. So, um, past winners, Elise, More Joyous, Sunline, and last year, Funstar. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, a bit of a fall from grace, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Alrighty. So, the fly stakes, Jonesy, how do you see it unfolding, mate? Um, look, Dame Giselle will get an easy lead. Um, it should lead well. Uh, and because it's such a small field, I don't think the, um, the, the wide barriers will have 
um, any issues getting into a spot that they like. Um, I think Vangelic will be just behind Dame Giselle and then Hungry Hard a little bit behind that. Uh, I've got number two, Hungry Hard on top. Uh, going back to the well with her, I backed her last start. Um, she chased Dame Giselle home um, really well on the weekend and same with their, their last start, or actually two weekends ago, but you know what I mean. Um, and I think that the Renwick Mile looks really suitable for her. I think she wants further, um, so happy to have her on top. Yeah, um, I think it was Thermosphere that kept her in a pocket for about 100 metres in the straight yeah. and that lost her the race. It did, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think she's actually favourite only just over Dame Giselle and, and I can't argue with that. Um, I think I think this is more suited. Um, Dame Giselle looks to be one of those horses that wants further and further, seems to mm-hmm. seems to sort of reach out. It's got that really long stride, whereas I think Dame Giselle is more of a – actually, did I just say Dame Giselle, yeah, hungry, hungry, heart, heart. hungry Heart, my bad, um, whereas I think Dame Giselle is a, an out-and-out sort of get to the front and, um, yeah. and try and control the race. Yeah. So. That's how I see it playing out. Mac? Mate, exactly the same. I had Hungry Heart on top. I, You know, they've stepped it up where they go 1,200 first start against each other than the 14 and now the 16. Um, Hungry Heart's lost by half head both races. Um, I think the 1,600 is going to suit Hungry Heart yeah. very well. I think he's, I think it's going to be too good for him. Yeah. I can see Dame just getting beaten. Mm. I think it's going to get done in the last 50. Um, but yeah, I've got the two on top. Mm. Yeah, no, I've I've rounded out, boys. I've got uh, Hungry Heart on top as well. Um, this has been her target all along. Yep. Uh, Waller gets him fit for a grand final. Doesn't so. he just? Doesn't um, he just? Yeah. Don't really have much more to add. Alrighty, my trifecta for the race is Hungry Heart on top. I'm actually going to say that Dame is going to get... I've been offered the entire prep. Yeah, you really have. Um, I'm going to say she's going to fade at about the 100. So, um, Hungry Hard to win. Montefilia to run second. My Oaks horse. And uh, Dame Giselle to run in third. Okay. Um, I've got Hungry Hard on top. Dame in second. Then I've got Vangelic running in third. Uh, but great shout with, with Montefilia. Yeah, mate. I had the same as you, Hutch, but I had Monty for third. Go, Monty. Yeah. All righty. Beautiful. I reckon, yeah, boys, this is this is the race of the day for mine. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? The Epsom. So, how many runners do we have here? Yep, just the 20. Um, crikey, where do you start? Oh, geez, it's absolutely stacked. That's what I'll say. Um, and it's funny, I saw the barrier draws as both of you boys would have during the week and you're just like, oh, <laughs> a lot of the things that you probably had on top um, have drawn really wide. Um, but I don't. I don't think that's too big of an issue in in fields this big, um, especially handicap races. Um, I don't think the wider barriers are that much of a disadvantage, and, and for that reason, I've got uh, number eleven Probabile on top. Um, her pattern, she tends to get back a bit anyway, um, and then storm home late. So um, she's drawn barrier eighteen, but I think she'll just sort of. Um, Sitting, sitting sort of the back pocket and, and hopefully sort of storm home late. Um, she'll need some luck, obviously, but she was so impressive last start uh, and had best sectionals of the day um, when she last raced. So, happy to have her on top. Um, we'll be keeping an eye on uh, number six, Brandenburg, and number nine, Wild Planet, though. Um, they've both drawn really well and have every opportunity in this race and, and both of them are starting to find some good form. So Drawn well and... There's not a stack of speed in this race. There's not, no. They'll sit on speed. Um, they'll be, I reckon Brandenburg, yeah, he will be mighty hard to chase down. Mac, 
Mate, you've gone all the ones that I've got. I've had Brandenburg, Probabile. Um, what was the other one you said? Wild Planet. Wild Planet. And I even had Riadini in there. So, I've got Brandenburg on top. Like you guys have pointed out, it's going to get a nice run. I think um, Wild Planet's going to get in front of it. And I'm hoping that Brandenburg can uh, jump on the back of it, get into the straight and just go bang. Um, I was impressed with Yong Prince um, over the 1600 against Mr. Seawolf. I just, you know, don't think it's going to get there. It's good enough. Um, Star of Seas, favorite. Um, it's doing awesome at the moment. Mm. Deserves a group one. Yeah. Just can't get there. Um, and I think it's going to be terrible from barrier one. Yeah. It's going to have no chance from there. Yeah, I agree. I think it'll get trapped uh, in barrier one. And um, if it was a leader, I'd, I'd say something different, but it's not. Yeah. Um, before I give my tips, I'm just going to give you the stats I've written down because I forgot. Um, <laughs> the race has been going since 1865. Yeah, I saw that. It's crazy. Hectic. Um, 21 of the last 33 winners have been four-year-olds. Pretty hectic. Uh, only two mares have won since 1976, one of those being Winks. Winks. Yeah, she doesn't count at all. So, oh, no. Probabil's a mare. I know. <laughs> and, yeah, with that in consideration, I've got Probabil on top as well. So, um, I just can't, I just can't get off her um, despite nah. the barrier. So, um, yeah, like the two I really like for this race have both drawn together in – Parramatta, so um, in imaging and probable, so shocking draws, but hopefully, hopefully they, you know, the breaks come for them, and yeah, yeah, they uh, they get the chockies. I feel like big fields generate pace anyway, so yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, and like I said, I I wouldn't be too concerned with it with the wide barrier, um, especially with probable. Just I've just had a look at the odds and I saw this girl was at a bit of a price, but she's actually drifted out again. When's the last time you saw a Doncaster winner at $61 in Natoya? Oh, that is a yeah. huge there, price. There is some... Oh, the first four, mark my words, in this race will pay a fortune. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. I won't pick it, Mate, <laughs> but it'll pay a fortune. I believe you. I believe you. Um, all righty, boys. My trifecta... I have Probabil on top. I'm going to stick with the imaging. I think it's just been luckless this prep. Maybe maybe there would be a double negative with the barrier. The bad luck will just cancel itself out <laughs> and he'll get there. Um, J-Mark on board as well. Um, and I've got... Uh, this was a real flip of the coin for me. I've got reloaded into third, giving him another chance. Um, he was pretty... Pretty plain, but he gets out to the 1600 here, um, which I think he's after. And it was between him and Vanagirl, but I've just gone reloaded. Yeah, fair. Of him. Really, really keen to see how Vanagirl goes. Uh, Queenslander? Yep. Isn't she? Yeah. yeah keen yeah. to see how she goes. Um, I've got probably Bill on top as well. I've got Wild Planet running second and, and Brandenburg uh, running third for the, for the reasons I mentioned. I think they should get um, peachy runs and, and yeah, hopefully Beautiful. find the line. Yeah, I've got Brandenburg on top um, with Probabil running into second and then Riadini to sneak into third place for me. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. So, that's two of them done, boys. This is – I can't believe this race is a group one, to be honest. It is just so boring, the Metropolitan. 2,400-metre <laughs> <laughs> handicap. I've looked through. This race has been running since 1863. I could not find any winners that I knew. Maybe it's because I'm like 
not a massive history student. You're not a historian of racing, are you? No, but <clears throat> when you think about it, like the really good horses are going for the Caulfield Cup over this distance. They're going preparing for the Melbourne Cup. It would this wouldn't be on their radar. So this is really a group three, group two race at best. Anyway, um, first run in 1863, so it's time-honoured. It's been around for ages. Um, winner receives 500 grand if they take out the Rose Hill Gold Cup. Any other runner receives 100 grand if they win the Rose Hill Gold Cup. So, yeah, you're really just looking at those provincial horses wanting to get some more prize money. Um, you're exempt from the Queen Elizabeth Stakes. Um, the winning weights from the past decade have been from 50.5 kilos to 56. And the last mare to win was in the year 2000. Uh, only three winners since 2003 have come off a non-New South Wales lead-up run. So, with all that into consideration, lads, what did you think? Well, I, I think that I agree with you. This race is a yawn. Um, look, Mugger 2 looks really hard to beat, the number two, um, which is interesting. It's actually, I think it's above 56 kilos, like you just mentioned then. So 57. Yeah, so it'd be the first, um, be the first winner in, um, in a decade over 56 kilos of yeah. wins. Look, it's got, it's had a hat trick of wins this prep, and it was really dominant in the, um, the Newcastle Cup. Um, and that form has been franked by, uh, Taiko Mochi. Taiko Mochi? Yep. Uh, who won a few weeks ago, and, um, Magatu beat it twice this prep. So oh, it looks really hard to beat. Um, but I'm really, really keen on number 18, Zabrowski, as well. Uh, looks due for a big run. It's, it's prep so far has been okay without being fantastic. Uh, it ran second in the Australian Derby this year, which is um, obviously another Group 1 and, and also another 2,400-metre race. Um, and we all know that, obviously, the Hawks stable likes to get things uh, ready to, to rock and roll for, uh, for Group 1. So... I've got Mugger 2 on top, but, um, and I apologize for his punters, I could change to Zabrowski. Um, still thinking about it, but um, that's my Quinella at least. It's that type of race. Yeah, mate, I, I the same as you, Mugger 2 on top. It won the Newcastle Cup, like, looked pretty comfortably in the end of it, um, and it's only going an extra 100 meters, I think it is. So, I think it's going to come over late, tiring horses. Um, my only danger, I thought, was Rondonella. I thought yeah. it ran super the other week, mm. got home for fifth or sixth, and um, I think the extra meters is only going to help it. Yeah. And there's also Hush Rider, who's probably going to take up the lead. And if it gets caught, you know, I think it's going to get overdone, but yeah. Yeah, Ronda Nello, if she, if she drew great, I'd be, I'd be keen on her, but she's drawn the car park as well. But she has no weight on her back. Rachel King's a good rider, so she could feature. Mate, I've got Zabrowski on top. Um just his only run at the distance. He's, uh, yeah, he nearly ran past Quick Thinker on bottomless ground. So, um, yeah, I think he needs to win this if he wants to get into the Caulfield Cup at any, yeah, to have any shot at getting in. So, I reckon he'll be cherry ripe. Um, the one I don't mind at odds here, punters, <laughs> is number 11, Cariff. Mate, not a bad shout at all. Was reading something about that today. This horse, um, when it's past two thousand meters, it's got some ridiculous form lines. It's um, placed three times, part I think it's twenty four hundred or further, 
Um, yeah, it's, it's Paul Snowden gave a massive, massive push for this horse. Said he has no idea why it's fifty dollars, fifty to one. <laughs> it is definitely, definitely going in the quaddy. Um, I just think, yeah, he's he's back onto on top of the ground. He's been they've just pretty much been following wet tracks with him. He gets back onto the top of the ground, um, drawn a nice gate. I think he can he can just pop his head up with his yellow silks, the so you think silks, and just give a shiver up a lot of punters' spines. Man, oh, at the price, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> uh, who do you have in your try? Oh, I'll I'll keep. Sorry, boys, I'll kick us off That's with right, our try. So right, I have Zabrowski on top, Cariff running second, and I have Mugger two running third. Yeah, look, Mugger two on top with Sabrowski running second. Those two could swap. Um, and then I've got Rondonella running a third. Beauty. Yeah, I got, I got Mugger two on top, Rondonella second, and Hush Rider to hold on for third. Yeah. No, Hush Rider, mate. Uh, being on top of the ground will suit that horse. Drawn perfectly will be mighty hard to get past. Cannot talk you out of a bet there. Alrighty. So, we're done in Sydney, boys. We're done. We're going down to Melbourne for... This is one of the races of the day for mine, the Turnbull. 100%, mate. Have a look at these. So, it's been running since 1948. Um, Since 2002, only two horses have drawn a double-digit barrier uh, and one. One So, since 2002, if you've drawn 10 or out, only two of them have won since 2002. One of those was Maccabi Diva. So, you have to be a pretty damn good animal to win if you've not drawn a gate. She was all right. Six-year-olds have won six of the last ten, which is a weird stat. But basically, what you want is a battle-hardened, older horse, waif-rage performer. Previous winners have been Mackay Bediva, Winks, uh, Green Moon, Preferment, and last year, Kings Will Dream. Back that one day, Green Moon. Green Moon was early last okay. decade, so. Oh, was it not? Sorry, yeah. I must be thinking another moon. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, sure. Green Moon. Yeah, it was early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wrong one. Yeah, don't worry about it, mate. That's fine. Jonesy, how'd you find the race, mate? Uh, tough race. Um, it, for me, it's hard to go past VE uh, number nine. Um, oh, she was a little bit disappointing last up, but she still finished fourth, and obviously her first up. Uh, race in the Maccabi um, was absolutely fantastic. I think 2,000 metres looks absolutely perfect for her now and um, and the lower weight's a, a bonus. Um, oh, I don't think she'll find too much trouble from the back. Um, so, I've got I've got VE on top and I think the price at the moment, close to five bucks. When was the last time she was about that? Ages. <laughs> a um, long time. Um, yeah, so I'm happy to have her on top. I say ages, but she was eight bucks when she won first up. So, two starts ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. First up. Uh, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Uh, there's a few other things I like, but um, going to have her on top. Um, surely Finch and, and Django Freeman lead in this. Um, so, I think she she um, will sit sort of mid-pack um, behind those guys um, with a couple others maybe around her. Beautiful. Yeah, I first looking at the race, I'd be on top. Um, and then the more I dove into it, I 
just kind of got faded away from it. You know, I've got, I've got it in for second, but I've I've gone with Master of Wine to to take this out. Um, I think any rain would be good for VE. Obviously, very good with a bit of sting out of it. Um, good deck doesn't have as good as a record. Two thousand meters is obviously prime for it. Great record over it. Uh, Master of Wine, on the other hand, I think it's going to get a nice run, similar to what I was saying before with um, Brandenburg. It's going to get the back on something and just come down the straight. Um, I think it's got every chance. The last run was super. I thought it was still coming on. And um, that's kind of where I'm at the moment. But like you, I'm, I'm not confident. Like I've, They're my top two, so mm. I'm still deciding. Yeah. Mate, that is your spot on the money with VE. Um, they've got 27 degrees on Friday and 28 on game day. They could be on a good three by the time this yeah, race is run. So she doesn't I'm, have the best record in Flemington either, does she? Well, mate, she hasn't run in Melbourne since the Cox Plate, where she ran nearly last. Like she, yeah, I don't think her Melbourne leg is as good, but she hasn't. The last time she ran Melbourne Wave, going, yeah, it was in that Cox Plate, but her last win there was in a Group Three race. Um, looks like Phillies back in 2018. So, it's been a while. Um, yeah, she won some races down there against her own sex and own age. But yeah. this is a different kettle of fish here. Yeah. Um, so, I've, yeah, I found this race difficult as well. There's There's some different form lines coming in here. You have... You have the humidor form line, which is now looking okay. <laughs> Isn't it just? So, you can bring Surprise Baby in there because he ran beside him, just behind him last start, um, last start. You have the very elegant form, which everything's winning out of that. And then you have the Russian Camelot form. And I think that is the best form here because you can tie in Russian Camelot with Behemoth and all those different horses as well. I think that's just slightly better than the others. That's why I've gone with Master of Wine on top. Um, the good barrier just topped it off for me as well. And, again, he needs to win this to get into the Caulfield Cup. So, um, yeah, I think he'll be cherry right to go. Stable has proven for grand finals. Probably not a grand final, but it's, it'll be pretty wound up. I have surprised Baby running into second. Paul Prushka, his trainer, said he's probably too fit for this. <laughs> If that's possible. So, they're confident. They're really confident that he'll run a race. But with Surprise Baby, last time he won a race would have been the Bart Cummings last year. Well, he's only raced, what, twice since then. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just He's he's really lightly, lightly raced that horse. But his ultimate goal is the Melbourne Cup. But he could easily pop up here and win. And I can't, I can't have very elegant out my top three. Um, so, yeah, I've got yeah, master of one on top, surprise baby running second, and very elegant running third. Yeah, so fair, mate. Um, look, I've got VE on top. Um, and interestingly, boys, I actually have master of one running second. Uh, so yeah, I could completely agree agree with everything you're both saying. Um, and in third place for me, I'll have the number seven, King of Allegrants. It's first up here. Um, so, look, it, it's a tough task, obviously, being first up in, in such a stacked field. But if you look at its first up form, it's five starts, two wins, two seconds, and a third. Uh, the distance it's placed at before, doesn't mind the track. Um, at 14 bucks, I reckon that's not a bad shout to, to, to run a place. 
Mate, you don't need to worry about Danny O'Brien horses being fit. Whenever, wherever they go, they're ready to go. And yeah, look, another another horse side by Camelot. Camelot's everywhere. Camelot's like the British schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> British schnitz. Uh, yeah, so I had Master Wines on top with very elegant in for second. And I had Dallasan in for third. I think it's going to get a pretty sweet ride. Um, and I'm hoping Jamie Carr can go up the rail with it. Um, I think it's got a good draw. I think yeah. it's going to land in a nice position and hopefully hold on. He's a bit of a nut job, that horse. He's a bit of a nut job. But she's the right jockey yeah. to ride nut jobs. She, yeah. They don't even know she's on. Yeah. She's a real yeah. ghost type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> real ghastly type. Alrighty, punters, we're going to take another quick break. But after that, the juicy stakes where this is where Mac is going to medium, flourish. Medium rare. Yeah. Huge chat just in the break there, but we'll get it'll all come to light in the juicy stakes, boys. Alrighty. Let's kick us off. All right, so Seven weeks we've been doing this and seven weeks we haven't got a result, but we've raised 70 bucks for Living Legends and it's going to be even tougher this week because it's going to be a three-prong multi, but we're going to have 15 bucks on it. So, hopefully we can get it over the line. If we want want some juice this week, this is the week to do it because it's going to be three legs. All righty, let's kick it off, boys. Who's your best roughie in Sydney? Um... It's actually in the feature for mine, um, the Epsom Brandenburg. I think Brandenburg at the moment is is a stupid price, uh, twenty four, twenty five bucks. Um, look, obviously I've got probably on top, but um, might have a sneaky each way at that at that price. Mate, that's what I had. Perfect Brandenburg and the uh, Epsom twenty six dollars. It's something that I'm gonna have a play at. Yeah, definitely. Beautiful. We're drinking from the same juice box, yeah. boys. <laughs> That's good, that. Um, so, it's not my on-top selection, um, but I have in the Metropolitan, I have Cariff at 40 to 1 as my best roughie in Sydney. I'd oh, classify that as a roughie, mate. Yeah. <laughs> mate, it, Holy shit. it is a brilliant chance to run to the top four. Um, we made a case for Scarlet Dream last week and she snuck her little nose out for four. So, <laughs> hopefully, Cariff can do the same here because I'll be playing some Bloody uh, exotics in that race, I'll tell you. All righty, in Melbourne? Uh, look, there's there's a lot of value in race five, um, I reckon, and the horse that I picked out on top, unfortunately, he's, at the time, he was, he was about 16 or 17 bucks, but he's come in um, to about 11 bucks. Uh, and for some reason, my, my page isn't loading. Um, where is he? Where is Number he? five, race five. Race five. Number six. Sorry, guys. A pinch of luck. $11 now, um, but was about 16 when I was looking at it. Um, of its four starts, had two wins and a second. Uh, it's drawn the barrier out wide here, but there's so much unproven form in this race that I think at that price, I'm willing to chuck a little each way. Mate, that I looked over that race and it is bloody tough, but you know what I came back to? Sydney form is good form. The True. one thermosphere has way better form than the majority of those. And it's come in from the six bucks to four dollars eighty as on my screen right now. She could be awfully hard to beat in that. But I hope your thing gets up. Mac? 
I think I've gone with a horse you've gone in the past couple of weeks of Mildred. Did you go that a couple of weeks ago? I did. Yeah. yeah. So, I've got that in race two. Um, obviously, a pretty good horse. Um, just hasn't shown its potential first up. But last prep, second up, came third to the newly crowned Ole Kirk. Golden Rose winner of 0.4 of a length, which is great to see. And then third up, 0.6 of a length to Dame Giselle. That's some serious form lines there, man. That is. At the moment, it is. <laughs> yeah. So, at $18 at the moment, I'm yeah. going to have a little launch on that. Yeah, a little launch. A <laughs> um, little dabble. Again, mate, we're drinking from the same juice box here because she's my roughie as well. So, um, look, we'll try and get outside of each other here, punters, but um, let's go to our best each way in Sydney, Declan. Hello. Um, yeah, look, in the Epsom, obviously, probably at the moment, it's about uh, eight bucks. So, that's a great each way price for her. Um, and then in the last, um, uh, the one I mentioned uh, before, number eight, Burning Crowns, about nine bucks. So, two great each way prices, punters. If you had to choose one in Sydney, who'd you choose? Oh, give me Probabil. Probabil? Any day of the week. Beautiful. I got Bet You Flying in the first, you know, $8 price tag, $2.40. Place, um, I think it's going to be a great shout. Yeah, I'm all over it for the win. So, hey, in the first race of the day, yeah. you don't need to do Kick anything else real, if that thing gets real home. grand piano like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've gone to one of the features as well, so I've got my best ruffy and my best each way in the same race. So I've got Zabrowski. I think there's a massive, massive tail to that race. He's one of the better chances. I was thinking about Prob Bill, but. That half the field could win that. So, that's what made me go away. Um, so, yeah, Zabrowski on top. In Melbourne. Now, this is going to be controversial. So, Jonesy. Oh, I'm going to get shut down massively here, but I can't go past my girl in race eight, number two, Rubisaki. Is she still ra- racing around in those blue silks or that purple polo <laughs> that you gave her the other week? I was furious with her last week. Absolutely furious. Not last week, a few weeks ago, sorry. Um, but to be fair to her, she prefers Flemington massively. Um, she's been outstanding in all her starts there. Um, I think she's um, placing the Quinelle every time. Um so, yep. look, I, th- I think this is su- suited to her um, and six bucks for a win, $2.20-odd for the place. <laughs> you, might, you might not get that ever again. Exactly right. So, um, punters, if you're listening to this tonight, which is a Thursday, she could have already been to bloody $3.50 by then. <laughs> have a throw at the stumps. Crikey, he's Mate, I think you just talked me into it. <laughs> 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 Mate, very good. I love it. Um, <laughs> so, I've gone Master of Wine in the Turnbull as my best each way. Beautiful. Uh, as we spoke about before, I think it's going to have a great shout. And $8.270. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Mate, that is a definition of an each oh. way. All right. Another six pack on the line here, DJ. In Randwick? No. In Melbourne. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. sorry, mate. You haven't said yours yet. Go on then. So, my best each way. And I... Was sold in to Rubisaki, but I talked myself out of her just before because the hard ground is not going to be her go. Flemington, it, w- it is going to be a bit better than, say, a Mooney Valley or a Caulfield when it dries out, but 28 degrees. Whew, crikey. She's going to be warm. She's going to be very warm. And in race eight of the card... 
I want something that can handle it and something that has some better form lines. And I think that behemoth form line is pretty damn good. And one of your favorites, Macca, number five, Madame Rouge. Rogue? Rogue. Madame Rogue? Rouge? Madame Rouge? Rouge. If only I knew how to say it. Um, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) She'll run a race here. And all she needs to do is beat home Rubasaki, which is a tall order, but she's been craw- crying out for some good luck. Mate, it's got the silks to do with it too. The wolf. <laughs> yeah, you love it's those. It's got the silks. <clears throat> you love those. <laughs> yeah. So, that's a six back on the line. Yeah. So, you got a six back last week. With, Finally. Um, Windstorm on um, uh, Buffalo. On Buffalo River. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great race by Buffalo. It was. Really yeah. good race. Yeah. No, he, he don't sack him. So yeah, Madame Rouge v Rubisaki. Yeah, I'll take you on. Um, just a quick one as well, punters. Race two, number nine, Forever Free. It's another little each oh, way if you want to have a look. It. You're going again. Yeah, sorry guys, <laughs> I've I've double dipped. I just really like it, so I thought I'd give it a shout out. No, that's all right. Put me bars on the line. Alrighty, here. your best of the day in Sydney, mate. I I really like Hungry Heart. Um, in uh, the group one against Dame Giselle. I really do. Yeah. So do I, mate. That goes in all my multis and everything like that. But another one that goes in my multis is Hilo. I think at the end of the day, I think it's the best bet for me. So Nothing more to add. I had Hilo on top and it was between her or Hungry Heart. So let's yeah. move on. Easy. Your best in Melbourne. Um, Tafane, race four, number four. She was enormous first up. Um, she's in for a great prep. <clears throat> um, we'll be in the Everest in a couple of weeks, but oh, yeah, I think she'll I think she'll smoke that field in race four. Mate, I'm on the same. I thought it's going to get a good good performance here and get ready for the Everest. I, I think it's I think it's three three bucks or two ninety or something at the moment, and I think that's a bit of a silly price for it. So, so that's your best. In that's Melbourne? my best in Melbourne. Yeah, <laughs> same. so I think that same goes in all my multis and combos. Same. So. What I'm combo hearing. king. <laughs> so what I'm hearing here is is that we have Tafane, which we're all on in Melbourne, into Hilo, into Hungry Heart. Yeah, bang. All right, that Let's works. Do it. Yeah, I'm, do that. I'm all for that. <laughs> he's chucking. He's chucking it on now. Get some juicy odds for that. <laughs> he loves it. Alrighty, boys. That's the episode. Maka, thanks for joining us, boy. Hey, thanks boy. for having us. It's been great. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, we'll definitely have you on again, mate. There's been, yeah. If your each way gets up in the first, the punters are going to be rejoicing. Ooh, I hope so. <laughs> Jonesy, pleasure as always. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks, Mac. It's been a pleasure. Mac's written a genuine like th- three-page essay for this in preparation, which is great to see. Mate, it's more than what I do, so <laughs> good on him. Um, great to see. Thanks for joining us, punters. We're at that stage now where we'd love some feedback as well. So, if you are listening to the pod on Apple Podcasts, swing us a review and a rating. Uh, we'd love that as well. But, yeah, give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and we're also on YouTube. But until next time, we'll see you next week. All the best, guys.